Welcome, everybody. This is our second live podcast, I guess. Yeah, did we ever come up with a name for this? Because it's no longer the tech news, right? So no, I don't think we can call news. it that. Yeah, we're not doing a... I shouldn't call it live. It's 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 our pre-recorded. It was live, and now it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this show, we're going to talk primarily about Section 230. Brandon is really light on what Section 230 is and, and the implications for what happens if it was to go away. And uh, depending on how long this takes, we might be talking about topics, but let's get on to that first. So, Brandon... Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. How was your How was your little vacation? It was good. Got a uh, Got to see lots of snow between uh, getting. I was basically riding into uh, Winter Storm Oliver. I think is what it was called. They named the Winter Storm. They storm. do now. <laughs> I know they named hurricanes, but I didn't know they named it's one of those storms. like ten thousand year events that keep happening every two years. Yeah, uh, <laughs> every two, two year ten thousand. But yeah, it was really good. Came over the past, made it back safe. So Outstanding. can't complain. Cool. All right, so let's get down to business. I want to ask you first, do you know what Section 230 is? Yeah, so I've watched a YouTube video on it and read some stuff from the Electronic Federation Fund about uh, what it is and what it basically means is that if you are someone who is creating content on the internet, YouTube cannot be held accountable for the things that you say is basically how I understood it. Is that correct that, that is your research? Um, that's 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 a pretty good... Um, YouTube, YouTube, Google, insert. They're not they're yeah. not classified as publishers. They're just count, classified as kind of arbitrators. That's that's key. So I'm going to read to you and the audience what the, the background of Section 230 mm -hmm. and the specific wording of Section 230. Then I'm going to tell you more about it. So they're all on all the right. same page. Okay? And like what's happening to 232? Because that's, that's kind of the we'll question. Get, okay. We will get to that. Because <laughs> to, to understand what we're going to talk about, we need to understand what Section 230 yeah. is and its implications and what it, what, okay. why, what it is and why it exists and, and how important it is. So... Section 230 is a section of Title 47 of the United States Code that was enacted as part of the Communications Decency Act of 1996, which is Title 5 of the Telecommunications Act of 1996. So I'm talking a thing, part of a thing, and a thing, okay? All right. And generally provides immunity for online computer services with respect to third-party content generated by its users. And its core, Section 230C1, provides immunity for liability for excuse me, provides immunity for liabi from liability for providers and users of an interactive computer service who publish information provided by third-party users. Okay. The wording says specifically this, no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speak of any information provided by another information content provider. That is... Uh, so like, like layman's terms, what does that's, that mean? That, that's beautiful legal speak. <laughs> Essentially, what it means fundamentally, and this is... You know, this is in the 90s. I want to be clear. We're talking about the 90s. You wouldn't download a car. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't I? Wouldn't you? Um, so essentially what, what Section 230 is all about is indemnifying companies from being responsible for the content made by somebody else. So okay. in this, we can say this simply like in modern terms, you've got YouTube, you've got Facebook, you've got Twitter. Um, we'll talk about the big guys first. Like, if some wackadoodle gets on there and says, you know, terrorist, terrorist, bad, 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 I'm doing all these bad things, and puts it on there, those companies are not responsible for that content because they didn't create it. They're only okay. providing a platform for that content. Yeah. That also protects people who run, like, it protects the media and it protects private bloggers and things like people like that who have a comment section. Yeah. And might have somebody saying horrible stuff inside of it. And that way they're not 
responsible for the content that some okay so it protects set. your mastodon instance your matrix instance your things like that that are maybe more so, smaller scale than your twitters and your facebook's it's it is everything it's all okay. encompassing cool. and fundamentally speaking section 230 is the reason why we have the internet that we have today because section 230 and let me explain why like, is that a good uh, thing well, <laughs> that's that's the crux of this whole conversation so um in essence, these companies have been allowed to self-moderate and grow and live in a world of, of free speech, if you will, because they can't be sued or they can't be prosecuted mm. for something that somebody says. Okay. And that's that's a fundamental component of like all these services. Mm -hmm. So, do you have a good idea what you think Section 230 is about now? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cover the whole thing. And um, so, right now, in the federal court system, specifically the Supreme Court, there are two cases that are up in front of the Supreme Court for um, to rule on. And they are striking at the heart of Section 230. The first case is brought by a family of a girl who was a foreign exchange student in France. She was a um, studying abroad. Mm -hmm. And when Paris had a terrorist attack, she was killed. She was okay. an American citizen. And the extremists who carried out that attack were they are saying were radicalized using YouTube and Google's platform of sharing all the, because remember there was a time, we kind of forget about this because time has gone by, but there was a time when Google's like, we're just going to, the algorithm's going to give you everything you want. You want to be extremist? Here's some extremists. It's really good. Um, yeah. And so they're proposing that YouTube is responsible for their child's death because that platform and the algorithms you know, provided that, that yeah. wanted content to them radicalized them further, and then they carried out the attacks and, and she died. Okay. Um, Section 230 is old by this point. Like, yeah. you know, 1996 is a long time ago. It's 2000, or excuse me, it's, it's 2023. And so there were no algorithms. There were no platforms like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and things like that. So there's a big question of whether this is actually uh, applies to this sort of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of interesting because like the algorithms... I mean, from your personal experience on the like consumer side of things are aggressive with your content. Like Again. if I, if I say I want a ceramic pan enough in my house, I will start getting ads for ceramic pans. <laughs> That's scary. Right. Yeah. And I'm like it, it, but it, like, here's the dark side of it. Like if you click on that one video, it's going to be like, Hey, do you want, you want more of this? this? Because yeah. I want more watch time. Right. I want to keep you on the platform, show you more ads. Yeah. The second case that's going in front of the Supreme Court is from is brought basically because of that same terrorist event this time against Twitter okay that the people who were there were radicalized and were able to share and spread and see and receive a bunch of extremist terrorist content via Twitter so okay. different platform essentially the same context but yeah um it's all those categories they want you to select in Twitter right <laughs> and it, again these were I feel like you know it's the it's important to note that these things were happening the, these platforms were allowing this stuff when there was less of a crackdown on it too now there's been some pretty immense crackdown self like yeah um kind of getting a getting ahead before the government would come right. in and crack down right. on it so um i got more information um so section 230 uh has been cited in 350 cases since 20 uh, excuse me, since 1996 per NPR. And there've been a lot more, but most of them get dropped. Yeah. And the cases never go to trial because it's kind of like, it's a cut and dried case. You can't sue them for the stuff that's on there because of Section 230. Yeah. Um, 
And so we now have a situation where we're looking at, um, because of the makeup of our Supreme Court, in the United States, mm -hmm. the potential for a major change. Whereas before, I think people would have thought, okay, this would never have gotten this far. Yeah. Now there's an opportunity for for a reversal, a repeal, or a, a changing of, maybe entirely throwing out or modifying at least Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. By the way, as a side note, the reason why we have the Communications Decency Act was to prevent children from looking at porno. Yeah, I was like, anyway. this That's sounds weird. this sounds like some 90s not knowing. The, the tubes weren't working quite right, so we just... Uh, through an act in to say something, but we didn't want to hurt business because it was also making us a lot of money. Right. Well, and so, so knowing what we know now, okay, um, and no, now that you have the backstory, first I want to know, like, give me, give me your thoughts on it. Like, tell me what you think about Section Two Thirty One as a theory, and two, yeah. as it stands now. Yeah. So I kind of go back and forth on it because, like, I, I do think the algorithms are very over overzealous and trying to give you what you want what mm -hmm. you want to see um and can definitely uh, as the the case in, the, in these two trials led to disastrous outcomes um but at the same time how how do you have a platform like how do you keep google in charge of that because even google can't hire enough moderators right or can't make an algorithm that isn't exactly uh isn't over aggressive and shutting everything down no matter what i mean we're not even talking like profanity filters like you say anything that could be considered remotely controversial they'll you know, shut you down no matter what yeah, whether it's a line, right? yeah so where's that line so it's like it's an aggressive line to jump over all at once um i also do think it also hurts anyone who isn't google facebook twitter who has those billions of dollars behind them because if you're a small site well then you're just going to say nope no comments yeah. So we're not gonna. That's we're not gonna lead to a discussion. We're not gonna have people post stuff because you might get one crazy who's just going off, again and again. Um, I think it needs to be there, but it also at the same time, maybe needs to get looked at again because the internet has changed in the last twenty years. <laughs> so somewhere in between, maybe like it's definitely, definitely needs to be in place because I don't think it's reasonable, mm -hmm. like from a technological standpoint, reasonable to try to moderate all these things yeah um but i do see how algorithms can be over jealous and lead people down that line even though probably at the end of the day maybe there wasn't a chance either way like they were already radicalized in this instance so would it have that's mattered yeah. i don't know that's that's kind of where i sit in the middle of yeah it's in between <laughs> it is a very this is, seems to me at least a, a huge catch-22 when it comes to this because we're talking about fundamentally what we consider as individuals as free speech. Like, think of how upset people get when they think that they've been um, prevented from saying what they want on Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the world's full of, I'm going to use the uh, gentle term, wackadoodles. There's just tons and tons of crazy wackadoodle people out there yeah. who really believe what they're saying in, in what they're saying. And they're mm -hmm. saying things that, you know, that any rational person would go, yeah, you shouldn't say that, right? And we didn't have systems like that we didn't have the internet and these sort of platforms like they were in 1996. Yeah. So now those words carry weight and we have a lot of historical evidence to show that, that that sort of extremism does carry way farther than it ever did. Yeah. And I think it's interesting though, cause you, you mentioned how like we never had a platform like this before. And a lot of people are like, well, this is free speech, but then they get kicked off of Twitter. And I think that people need to understand that Twitter and Facebook, and you know wherever you are is technically a private space 
yeah, for Google. It doesn't Google can decide who talks on what right now. Yeah. And if Google doesn't like what you're saying, well, they can kick you off. I mean, take a look at, um, what is it? When Elon bought Twitter, he kicked the guy off who tracked his jet. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know he you know made claims of people following him and whatnot and mm -hmm. whether those are true or not I don't know but it does kind of feel like oh you're in my space goodbye yeah uh, <laughs> I, I control this now look at me I'm, so, I'm the Twitter master yeah so I mean yeah. it's uh, those type of things are like people didn't read the terms and conditions and they violated the terms and conditions and then right. they were thought their free speech was executed on which I think we've actually had a court case on before basically that said that no Twitter gave you terms and conditions you yeah. broke the terms and conditions and that is the contract that's supposed to be executed. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure that the um, in this act, Section 230 and the like, actually gives them legal precedence to be able to moderate their own platforms. Yeah. That's built into this as a like, hey, if someone puts it on there and you don't like it, well, it's not free speech. It's private. You can do what you want. You can get rid of it, right? It's. I mean, it's kind of like we talked about, although every public Discord server has to have rules. Right. You have to have a, a boundary that you're setting for whatever it does, doesn't, you know, Discord's not going to go in and modif modify what can be said or whatnot, but you need to have ground rules set for your public server. So, yeah. So, obviously, it's we, we both agree that this isn't something that necessarily is kept up with the times of where we are yeah. in modern technology, like every single law that the United States and has. And doesn't it feel like it's a terrorist, like, knee-jerk? Kind of like, like, oh, terrorist, terrorism happened, and so we're well, going to I mean, do it's... kind of like all the stuff after, you know, in 2001, after 9-11, everyone... Well, like panicked yeah. and I, with good reason, they had no, <laughs> no idea what to do, but we're kind of looking at those laws now. Like, oh, we, we might've, we might've just might gone a overboard too, a little bit. Just a little too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that it's, I, I really am in why I wanted to talk about this here on the show is cause I wanted to kind of play out with you in what I have in my head, plus get your, in, you know, opinions on it. And so we both agree that the, this as a law is a little too lax for where we live. In, and when I mean live, I mean like in, in our modern technological society we live in, maybe allowing people to say whatever they want and not have any repercussions, at least even to the people who provide the platform, might yeah. be a little too loose, right? Yeah, or like a little too antique. Like. Yeah, yeah. The hell, that's quaint. <laughs> the, inter the internet tubes aren't working right? What yeah. do you mean? That's, like, that's, <laughs> but that being said, I'm also equally, like literally 50-50 equally concerned that if something like this was to go away, Yeah. And the world would change literally overnight. The instant that somebody can sue Google or Twitter or Instagram or, you know, yeah. whatever, um, sue, how about this? Sue two guys tech even, right? If, yeah. You know, if we had a blog and we had the comments and somebody says something back a doodle. Would it, it apply to Discord? Could yeah. People just come in and sue Discord and then we'd have to shut sue. down our Discord because. Right. So that? we, we, or actually wouldn't sue. Yeah. They would sue discord and, and then discord be like, Hey, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. We're just instantly, sorry. It's over here. We don't yeah. I get a nice little like last notification from the discord admin bot being like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time on discord. It, it strikes at a part of me that, that has genuine fear about what it means to have free and, um, available discourse and freedom to like, just to use the internet as we know it today, because I don't believe that if Section 230 was to to go away right now, let's say the Supreme Court goes, you know, yeah, let's get rid of this. You know, you can you can immediately sue Google, Facebook, Amazon, whatever, whoever's got whatever. You just go right at them. Mm -hmm. um, the world will change overnight. Yeah. And the the uh, I think the Twitter loss. would be done. Like <laughs> the One things that are thing. said on Twitter, like right. just yeah. be over. Because Twitter Twitter is, <laughs> Twitter is basically a, a kind of just like a place for people to scream angrily into nothing. But yeah. Um, and so that worries me genuinely because what if 
all of a sudden you you were liable for saying something critical about somebody or something business. Let's, let's talk about two guys tech. This might be a little too far, but um, let's say we got a piece of gear and we reviewed it or we used it and we're like, this is terrible. And, or this company's doing something that's not yeah. legit. And we make a video about it. And the video is honest. It's mm -hmm. truthful. We're not gonna do anything that's, that's a lie or, you know, provocative. But if we become liable then, because these people have the, the, the recourse to sue, not in, Guys, in America, you can sue if someone just looks at you sideways. You can be like, oh, you put on red <laughs> lipstick today. I'm suing you for it. Like the superfluous lawsuits that happen in this country can just be for yeah, nothing. The, if you've got money, stuff. you can put a lawsuit or, you know, file a lawsuit against somebody. doesn't mean you're going to win. It means you're going to waste a lot of money, a lot of people's time. But I mean, lawsuits are real. Yeah. So if you take away kind of overarching protections like that, you do open up this floodgate for a change to the Internet as we know it. And I think for the worst. Yeah, I mean, you talk about stuff. We we've been really excited here about web web three stuff, mm -hmm. um, and like everyone's running their Astodon servers now okay. as the everyone is flooded from Twitter in the wake of the Elon Elon bomb. We've moved on to setting up all these nice um, Mastodon in in the the Fediverse. I think yes. is what it was called. The but like, Federated could I place. hop onto someone's Mastodon server, say a bunch of awful things, and then? They would have to shut down that Mastodon server if just some, because yes. I'm an I'm a uh, a bad person. Basically, yeah, you could troll someone into oblivion. Then, yeah, um, I, that's the other th side. Like that opens. I think that's you know equally as bad as the other side of the outcome of like radicalization and stuff happening yeah. as well. And I agree. Um, uh, there's also think about this for a lot of people who thrive on this. It would be the death of anonymity on the internet. Yeah, uh, because no no entity is going to allow you to say things, and again, this is a catch-22, maybe the death of anonymity would be a good thing for the internet, considering how many people just get on, say horrible things, and then they bounce off because they enjoyed that reaction. Yeah. But it would be the death of anonymity because everybody would want to know who you are, to validate who you are. So when you did something shady, that yeah. they could be passing that lawsuit on to you, right? And and maybe that's the answer is that, I, Twitter's going to ask for my driver's license so they can verify I'm a real human. <laughs> like, yeah. Without is, a check mark. No what, check mark, though. What did, yeah, no, you have to pay for that. Um, um, what does that do for bots and automations, right? That kind of stuff that would kill it all. But, I mean, maybe there's an automation workflow, but like I've, I, on the security podcast I've listened to, the uh, Australian government's uh, technology workflows for normal users isn't that good, and I can't imagine ours is much better. No, probably not. Uh, so like that automation is dead, which means companies will just cut the comment box out yeah well i mean fundamentally that'll be it like do you want to i mean i've seen some pretty horrible comment boxes by the way if you ever have time go find your local newspaper online and just look <laughs> at the comment box you're gonna wish uh... that you didn't see it because it'll it'll kill you but um but yeah one do we need that is that is that actually a loss to society and, and humanity as a whole to take away all that vitriol and just make people continue to contain it versus to spew it that's that's a good point Right. Yeah, um, but fundamentally, I think that the removal of Section Two Thirty would be a massive negative impact to the internet and yeah. our. I hate to say this because I don't want. I'm not. I'm not one of those like flag waving like America, America. But like, it would be a massive impact to our freedoms. What we what we consider to be free, right? Yeah. Because like you said, there's no freedom on the internet. Google can do whatever they want. You know, Facebook can do whatever they want. That's their platform. They own it. It's private. But there's this kind of implicit, like you can, as long as you're not doing something too crazy, you can say what you want because yeah. the impact to us is zero. 
yeah. unless it's extremists in well uh, yeah and i mean like on the other we can talk about the flip side though like let's take a, a place like infowars well i can sue infowars now for their entire i think that infowars i mean they're probably already like been sued into oblivion. that would open that up thing. because you know he runs he runs a blog whether right. you like what he says or not he runs a blog and people comment on it and say hateful things right. and if i was a person on there got offended whatever in theory things like that would be opened up which like you know while i may personally not agree with those views mm -hmm. it is part of free speech and they can say it right like <laughs> interesting that you mentioned that so like section 230 doesn't protect google and facebook from saying bad things themselves and getting sued. no no they can yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's that's why infowars and alex jones can all get right. get sued all day long directly because of the, because he is the vitriol he is the views. same yeah right but his his people who are commenting there they are he's indemnified from the things they said which say which may even be probably most likely worse but yeah um, but i mean that's the same idea is like th those open those things too yeah and you could look at the same of some you know more li liberal leaning you know union pro-union things you could have those same things if they offend people they'll get you know sued mm -hmm. and that would be stopping free speech no matter what side of right the p political aisle you lean on <laughs> yeah it's just uh you know it's it really is probably one of the biggest catch-22s that i can think of in our modern society right now when it comes to the internet is just what happens when people become fully responsible from end to end yeah and again i'm just i don't know if the, if the people in the audience that are listening or watching and you are like you know, I just can't tell. Is this a really bad thing or a really good thing? It feels yeah. like a really bad thing because you know what will happen is that the companies that run it will clamp down. Yeah. I, I think it 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 could be redone with, you know, to give a metaphor, a surgeon scalpel and actually Does carve actually out work, things. Though? Does but, surgeon scalpels work in, like, I feel like our government well, is I mean, such I mean, a blunt like, force yeah. instrument. I mean, that, that's what I mean. Like, if, it, if, it, if I had a feeling that it was going to be rewritten in a way that made sense for, you know, 2020 or 2023 or whatever that would be one thing but i have a feeling we're going to just take a machete to it all at once and we're not going to you know really really know the impacts really know the outcomes really understand what we're pulling away before we just pull it away and also you know you you, you mentioned something that just really kind of clicked me is this we're talking about a law that was passed in 1996 it is now 2023 we make a law now that say let's say we make a law to remove section 230 and make people make companies um, eligible to be sued for things around their platforms. Let's talk about another 25, 30 years in the future. What do we have then? Like maybe like, I like the prognostication of this is like it's just like I feel like <laughs> or, we should have the numbers flying across the screen like, like the, the is, internet's so boring gets repealed and we're back to <laughs> <laughs> back to sending letters in the mail yeah or texting with the T9 keyboard or. Or everyone just E to E encrypts it all. Well, and really, and I mean, we're looking yeah. at that and technology-wise, and that's kind of out of scope of this. But like, if you're E to E encrypted, then who knows what nope. you're saying? Yeah, like, it's a private community. You can say whatever you want and signal, have fun. Like, right? That's, that's true. Yeah, this might. I mean, in in effect, what you might see is the people who seek to say those horrible things are just going to be driven to systems and yeah. of their of a tsl 1.3 and the every other end-to-end -end encryption <laughs> but you know technically like let's, let's talk about telegram because telegram is a big favorite of a lot of yeah. people for that kind of stuff they would be liable yeah because that's I mean, but are you liable when you don't know because like if we look at signal signal claims and i'm not a security researcher so i'm not going to say yes or no but claims that they don't know they can't see your messages so how do you hold a company liable for the people on there if the company themselves couldn't ever moderate 
what they were doing. So in that case, like an E2E where you're talking to an individual group of people that are private, mm -hmm. they would never be able to see that. But Telegram has public groups that you can oh, join. Okay, and well. then there's just a big... See, all they just shut down the public groups and they're done. They can keep their business going. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Then, then they're just like everybody else in that case. Yeah. Right? But I mean, I mean, that's fundamentally what you'd end up with, right? So yeah. any of those, anything that was public-facing, public discourse, I think it would have to disappear because the risk yeah. would be too high. And it would only be a matter of time before like lawsuits are sent out. What are your what are your thoughts? What are your feelings of it? As someone who came into this, like you you, you did the five minute read, you got the TLDR, yeah. and then I just threw a bunch of stuff at you. I need to know, as the younger of the two of us here too, who's got the future ahead of him. Yeah. What do you think? I I think it needs to stay. I think you could you could put some amendments on it to make it a little more niche, understand what's going on right now. Okay. I don't think cutting it though, like I personally don't think the outcome of what happened at these terrible disasters would not have been changed had the algorithms not existed. You think that I don't extremism think extremism is extremism and to and a degree, yeah. Like maybe it, it got them to click that one time, but like they were already gonna go down their rabbit holes and all that. It's it's no different than if they were on some random website and they got directed to that and then, you know, a few onion routers later, Here you're you are. you're back in the extremist area, right? Um I think it 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 would do more harm than good, yeah. Long run, um, I'm a good for I, the 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 moderate, you know, m the moderate moderation, if you will, uh, would not help us due to the harm and the outcomes on for free speech and generally being able to report on stuff. Like mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> anyone with money can ask you to take things down because it'll bring the government to come in on you. Yeah, and I'm like, does. My other thought is like, does the government have the capacity to handle all these lawsuits if they came in anyways? Because well, like they'd be, they'd be private lawsuits; they wouldn't be federal. Right? They you, either way, though, I don't. But, they, I mean, we it, got we're talking millions of people, and like, how do you charge someone outside of the U.S.? Do you like? Can that, you? That's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> that's the other thing, actually, man. I can't believe we waited this long to get to that. That that. Yeah, because um, uh, there it's might a, be some Russian bots somewhere, and they like to say controversial things. It's a global. <laughs> it's, you're right. It's a, this is a global network, and if you take away, yeah. Well, I mean, the fundamental thing it comes down to the same thing is you're just going to have a platform that is more stale yeah. and, and full of things that have been vetted. Lots of lots of nice whitewashed kind of yeah happy like, content that that no one wants to your watch. daily like weather update will be the top hit every single time just because it's yeah. not controversial yeah controversial <laughs> controversial until, until we mention warming yeah until nice? we mention climate change and then all of a sudden yeah it's then, yeah then you have, then you have big coal like assuming yeah. you're like well you know it's, it's not whatever. real yeah so it but yeah, that's a good question I, so yeah. definitely more harm than good yeah at and the end of the day I would like to think that I convinced you and I didn't have to try really hard because <laughs> it's kind of one thing when um. And definitely for anyone who's listening and watching, we want to know what your thoughts are on it too, because holy cow. Thank you for listening to our conversation about Section 230. Again, like I said, we'd love to know what you think. So get down in the comments, you know, you know, tell people about the podcast if you're listening to it that way. We want to know what you think, because this is this is big news, I think. And, yeah. Uh, and um, be prepared, because we live in interesting times. Yeah, basically that was my thought too, is like, I think it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, let's hope, you know, hope it stays around. Um, but I think uh, we got a, a rough road ahead of us. Yeah. And sure. uh, if you want a really cool hoodie oh, or a really cool hat. Or, or this to, home lab shirt that to, I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing the home lab shirt. To support us in making content like this, yeah. uh, you can either join at the YouTube button. I, I don't do this enough, but like here, I, I think. Yeah, I think it's, um, well, it depends where, I think it's over here. Or go buy some merch. We have some nice designs too, so.
That's right. But uh, if not, we'll uh, what are we go? We do these monthly, weekly, at least we... at least monthly. Okay, cool. we'll see you all next month then. Okay. Thanks for watching.